turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome back. Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021. Great to be with you. 602 is the number. That is 602 is our phone number if you'd like to join the conversation, raise anything you like. Uh, I want to welcome back our uh, producer pro temp, Chris Ellen. He uh, is the vice president of All Things Important, and we are delighted to have with him uh, here with us today. He'll likely answer the phone if you call. It'll be him, and Bill will be back with us tomorrow. Anything you want to share with the audience, Chris? I, I mean, this is your show. <laughs> it's our show. It's, it's not my. There's no... Doesn't say There's no your in, in show. There's no I in teamwork. There's no my. It's everyone. It's, this is a seminar. But there is me in team. I'm just the dial tone. You look great. You have been on an exercise kick, and until you hit an injury, you were doing wonderfully. You look wonderful. Do you have any advice on that front? You've been running a lot, right? Yeah. Don't break your toe. Don't uh, break your toe twice. Twice in the in a matter of two weeks. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm very clumsy. Yeah. But Same toe? The same exact tone. Mm. Uh, yeah, I won't even get into the logistics of it. Um, but I'm very clumsy in ridiculous spots where I can be on a side of a mountain or something like that, and I'm fine. I'm fine in situations where it would be scarier, but in normal walking around your house, bling. Mark, Mark Twain did the best distillation of Aristotle I've ever heard. Um, Aristotle descri- describes humans as uh, man as the re- as the only animal with reason and the gift of language, uh, based on reason. Uh, and and Mark Twain once illustrated that point thusly. He said, "The difference between a man and a cat is this: a, if a man puts a human puts his hand on a hot stove, he'll obviously jerk his hand back in." excruciating pain a cat puts its paw on a hot stove do the same thing it'll you know jump back with its paw the difference is that the cat will never put his paw on a stove again hot or cold the human will only put his hand on a stove that's cold and I'm thinking about that, Chris, because we're supposed to learn from these injuries. And so, like, you know, when you bang that one part of your shin on the that one corner of the bed, you do that once in your lifetime. Once that that little part in front of the ankle, you know what I'm talking about, just oh. below the shin. That one, oh, you do I that know. one. I don't think you should be breaking your same toe twice in the same month. No, and you and need I, to learn from these things. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been told. Uh, I am married. I have been told. Um, <laughs> You're married. You can either be married or work with Seth. You get the same effect, uh, same, except for certain things. Same logic yeah. is coming in. <laughs> I wish it was only twice that this had happened. Oh, dear. In the exact same spot in my house. But, yes, I was in a very good routine. Uh, I found out I really enjoy running. Well, do the rock and roll with me. 
I'm in January. Not. You want to do it? If I can ever wear a shoe again. Okay. <laughs> it would be great. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So I know this isn't the best open, but we got a little Aristotle and Mark Twain in there. I wanted to because what I'm, in a, what I'm about to tell you is about the unhappiest open I could imagine. Okay? I don't know how often people go to the National Archives or go to the National Archives website. When tourists go to D.C., it's, it's obviously a hot spot. It's where our original Constitution and Declaration, including other documents, exist. It's our National Archives, best known for keeping the catalog that includes the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Guess what they did? Well, let me see if you can get this, Chris. This will be, a, be a, sense, a good sense of where you, what area of town you live in. If you were going to teach the Constitution and Declaration and you lived in 2021, is there anything you would do other than just teach the Constitution and Declaration? Might you do something else given that it's 2021? I'll help you. The National Archives has put a trigger warning on their catalog for people who go and read their documents lest they find something offensive. A trigger warning? Yes. They call it a harmful language alert. You don't believe me? Go to catalog.archives.gov, the National Archives website. Go to their website, right under the main headlines of, excuse me, right under the main line of tabs, harmful language alert. See National Archives statement on potentially harmful language. So you click that, and they have a statement on potentially harmful language. The catalog and web pages of the National Archives and Records Administration provide access to many millions of descriptions and digital copies of the permanent records of the United States federal government. The catalog and web pages contain some content that may be harmful or difficult to view. NARA's records span the history of the United States, and it's our charge to preserve and make available these historical records. As a result, some of the materials presented here may reflect outdated biased, offensive, and possibly violent views and opinions. In addition, some of the materials may relate to violent or graphic events and are preserved for their historical significance. The National Archives is committed to working with staff, communities, and peer institutions to assess and update descriptions that are harmful and to establish standards and policies to prevent future harmful language and staff-generated descriptions. Do you know what that last sentence does? That last sentence invites... The industry, the industry of the woke, the crisis industrial complex, it invites them to complain. It invites them to tell us what we should have further warnings on. The National Archives is committed to working with staff communities and peer institutions to assess and update descriptions that are harmful and to establish standards and policies to prevent future harmful language and staff. I'll tell you what a future harmful piece of language is. It's a present harmful piece of language. It's that we need a trigger warning over the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States. Violence? Violence? Outdated, biased, offensive, and possibly violence? Possibly violent views and opinions? I'm going to shatter a lot of elementary students' fantasies right now. The Revolutionary War in seven, it was violent. The Revolutionary War was violent. By issuing the Declaration of Independence, violence came. I'm going to give you more information. I know this may come hard to you. Bear with me. Santa Claus 
doesn't truly exist, and the Civil War was really violent. And it was really violent in part because it was trying to establish whether the violence from 1776 meant something or not. The Constitution. People have fought and died for that Constitution. People have died trying to end it. People have died trying to preserve it. We had a caller the other day who reminded us the first thing almost any soldier abroad says he's doing is defending the U.S. Constitution. Sometimes it takes the work of violence to preserve and protect. Who knew the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and our other founding and other government documents would need a potentially harmful content warning? We're including the Declaration of Independence. We're including the Constitution. We're including the Bill of Rights here. What has happened in universities, you've heard me say it again and again with these trigger warnings and every other piece of junk thought they promulgate. What has happened and we dismissed at the university level is taking place there in the ivory towers and as, you know, the fun of 18-year-olds and 40- and 50-year-old or 60-year-old hippie losers with PhDs will stay there and not affect the rest of the world. Don't worry about what's going on at the colleges. Don't worry about it. I'm sure people like Ben Shapiro have heard that their whole professional lives, or Charlie Kirk, people who try and do good work on the college campuses. I'm sure a lot of people say, don't worry about the college campuses. Well, those ivory towers had a lab leak, folks. And postmodernism and multiculturalism and political correctness and wokeness and censorship, they are no longer confined to just the ivory towers. We will now put bubble wrap and then around every American citizen before they read the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. And then when, they're, when, we're, when we're done, we will give you some free Purell because it is the federal government that maintains the National Archives after all. What a shame. What a fall. Jean-Francois Ravel once put it that a civilization that feels guilty for everything it is and does will lack the energy and conviction to defend itself. Strangely, it is always America that is described as degenerate and fascist, while it is solely in Europe that actual dictatorships and totalitarian regimes spring up. Isn't that the funny thing? Isn't it? I'm Seth Leibson, 602-5080-960. Be right back. I was just watching a news feed. More people were arrested. There were no arrests, as far as I know, at the J6 rally over the weekend in Washington, D.C. Australia just arrested uh, 200 people over their protests in reaction to the COVID lockdowns there. More people are arrested resisting tyranny in Australia than were breaking any laws or needed to be arrested over the much ballyhooed J6 protest, if that's what it was, rally this past weekend. The trigger warnings over the National Archives. Um, this is this is this is bigger than just this story. It's about 
something huge that's taking place in America, and it's the move to a one-party state. And by one party, I don't mean Democratic Party. I do not mean the Democratic Party. Oh, that's the party that'll usher it in. That's the party that will hold open the door. That's the party that will justify it. But the party I'm talking about is the left-wing nihilism that would, taken to its logical conclusions, get rid of the National Archives altogether. Altogether. You think I'm kidding? Why do you think 1619 is the new date of our founding in our curricula that the New York Times has put out? They want to get rid of 1776 just as the Confederacy in America wanted to get rid of 1776. Never forget that. They want to get rid of the Constitution of 1787 as amended just as every other enemy of America has wanted to get rid and bury our Constitution. The way they do the Constitution, they don't need to change the date. They just change the Constitution, except through a constitutional means. They don't do it through the constitutional processes of amendment, of which our founders well understood may be necessary and which we have successfully done plenty of times, obviously, starting with the Bill of Rights. No. No. What they want to do and how they do it is through judicial interpretation and raw political power. When Joe Biden says he doesn't have constitutional authority to do something and then does it, Mandates over vaccines, rent abatement. That's not even going through through the usual channels the left uses. That's not even going through the courts. Oh, it'll end up in the courts. But he just did it by diktat, by fiat, by order. Our country is resolute enough, I think, and flexible enough to deal with this if we recognize it. If we know about it. But what happens when item after item goes from the common sense silo to the left wing dream palace of fantasy silo and no one says anything? It's interesting this story. I think it was Dana Perino who made this point earlier. It's interesting this story about the border in Texas and how MSNBC and CNN can now not let go of the story for going on 72 hours. What's the story? The story is that Border Patrol on horses have reins. That's the story. People on horses have reins. And they're trying to distort what's happening at the border to show that the border control was using those reins as whips on Haitians. Indeed, we went so far who knew this would take 
place in America today. We went so far as having an African-American congresswoman in Maxine Waters today saying what she saw at the southern border was worse than slavery. Worse than slavery. No one, as far as I know, was beaten with a whip or a rein at the border by a member of the Border Patrol. It's not what the video shows. It's not. Why is this related? Because why is the first instinct of the Democratic Party to blame America and Americans when they're trying to protect our border when the federal government refuses to? And why is the media now waking up to the problem at the border? If it weren't for Fox News and their drone footage, nothing would have been done about twelve to 15,000 Haitians living under a bridge in Penary in Texas. Nothing would have been done. The media hasn't covered this story in months. In months. It's not that it went away. Andy Biggs has been there. We've been there. Problem is still there. It's that the media outside of Fox didn't cover it. And then we found these horrific scenes of Haitians by the thousands living as homeless under a bridge in Del Rio. That's not the story to MSNBC or CNN. That's not the story. The story is Americans or America's federal law enforcement reaction to it. And as if we are the ones to blame, as if we are the ones to blame for the problem of illegal immigrants rushing Border Patrol on horses. The story is our reaction. Border Patrol agents have been hurt, have been injured, have been hospitalized by these immigrants. Might Maxine Waters hold a press conference on that? Might Nancy Pelosi, here's the interesting thing, by going after this Border Patrol, the Border Patrol, by going after the Border Patrol, the Democrats are attacking the very federal government their party is in charge of. They don't care about that. They're happy to do that because that's not the point. The point isn't making this a Republican or Democrat thing. No one knows what party these Border Patrol agents are, and half of them are persons of color in the first place, minorities themselves. That's not the point. The point is not to make this about D's and R's. You can't make this about R's. It's federal employees of a Democratic administration operating under the policy of this administration. No. It's about blaming America first. If you want to know what it means to blame America first, there you go. You have illegal aliens surging across the border. We will blame the Border Patrol for being on horses and trying to thwart it. That's called blaming America first. A civilization enraptured by blaming itself first and constant critique, as Jean-Francois Ravel put it, is not long for this world. I'm Seth Leibson. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. You bet we're still having fun. No one better to do it with than our culture and economy expert, John Dombrowski. He is the president and co-founder of Grand Canyon Planning Associates, Grand Canyon Planning 
Facebook.com is his website. It's a fun website. You get to see pictures of Ralphie and Sophia, mm. among other things. He also has his own radio show right here at 7 a.m. Saturday mornings, The Word on Wealth. What's the good word, John? Oh, it's all good. Yeah? How yeah. are Ralphie and Sophie? Oh, they're so cute and cuddly. Everyone doing good? Hey, everybody's good. Everyone they're all healthy. Well? All right. So I, I've been hearing nonstop about the Federal Reserve and interest rates mm-hmm. today. What yep. do we need to know? Yeah, oh, so there was an FOMC meeting today, and of course, Fed Chair Powell spoke, and uh, he pretty much uh, stayed in line with what he has been saying for many Many of the past meetings, which number one is, is that the thought is, is number one, tapering of the bond purchases, right? So the Fed has been buying bonds uh, each month at a very high rate, and they're talking about tapering that and starting to slow that down, and that could come as soon as uh, the end of this year. Uh, If that's the case, there's two sides to the coin of this. Some believe that uh, the Fed is doing more than they need to do, uh, and then there's others out there that believe the Fed needs to continue to purchase. But uh, I, my my thought on this is I believe that they probably have done enough of bond purchasing, and I believe tapering is going to be a good thing for, for the overall economy. On the other side of this is interest rates. Yeah. And there has been discussions that uh, many believed interest rates weren't going to change much. And at this point in time, uh, basically stating that, yes, does not believe there's going to be any interest rate hikes in 2021, but we could begin to see uh, an interest rate hike Maybe one, possibly two in 2022. But there's still no schedule. There has not been a schedule announced. So, uh, uh, it so seems the early like news was the Fed. The early news was that the Fed was going to rise, raise interest rates. That's not happening. That today. is not happening right. as of right now. Right. And actually, there's a slight majority, at least in this article that I'm reading, it's a CNBC article, mm-hmm. a slight majority that put the increase all the way into 2023. So think of it this way, Seth. If I'm going to be purchasing bonds right now at a certain interest rate, do I want those interest rates to be at a higher rate or a lower rate? I mean, for the government mm-hmm. to purchase these mm-hmm. because they've got to pay this back, right? So these bonds that they're issuing, that they're buying at these lower rates, probably is in their best interest right now than to wait until interest rates rise. So it seems to me they're probably going to continue on their their buying of these uh of the debt, and then ultimately, once they begin to taper on that buying, then I start. I believe you'll start to see some interest rates rising. Good, and it is related to. Thank you for that, yep. uh, John. It, it, it's related to when interest rates rise. It's related to a lot of things, uh, including the stock market, uh, including bond sales and purchases, but also housing markets. And one of the interesting stories that's also coming along here is that the hot housing market generally mm-hmm. seems to have cooled off just uh, a little bit. Just a little. Existing, yeah. yeah, existing home sales. This was a report today. came out falling 2%. Uh, but it also talks about as first-time home buyers are still priced out of this market. Uh, even though we saw a little bit of a pullback in the sales, uh, the pricing is still has increased. So, And this is an interesting statistic. The median price of an existing home sold in August of 2021 was $356,700, and that's an increase, Seth, of 14.9% from last year, August. So think about that, 15% growth in the value or the cost of a home. Now, this is resale homes. This is not talking about, um, you know, new home sales, Mm -hmm. which, again, we saw the increase in, in prices of new home sales because of the cost of materials. But that is bringing the cost of resales up as well. Uh, And then, of course, those who buy a home, a resale home, many of them want to remodel. 
And of course, if you're going to remodel the home, now we're starting to see delays in uh, all sorts of uh, things, such as uh, dishwashers and refrigerators, as much as six to nine months delays trying to purchase these items because of, again, this chip shortage that has been affecting the automobile industry. So this is a very widespread uh, issue that we're faced with here with the supply and demand. And until we get people back to work and able to meet the demand out there, it's going to be very difficult for the economy to really get going again. Now, this is another interesting statistic, Seth. Uh, as we saw uh, some of the, um, the lower-range homes slow a little, the median uh, is also being skewed by a stronger activity. It says on the higher end of the market, sales of homes priced below 250000 fell slightly from a year ago, but those over a million dollars, listen to this, have jumped 40%. The number of homes that have sold over a million dollars jumped 40%. That's amazing. So... Apparently, there's people out there that are able to afford a million-dollar-plus home. Yeah, no, you know? So when are. we talk about that middle class, Seth. I'd like to create more people like that. Though. And we have, right? There but that go. middle class is going to be affected by this possible uh, reconciliation bill if it does pass. Thank you, John. You bet. Securities and advisory services offered to Client One Securities LLC, a member of Henry and Tipic, an investment advisor, Grand Canyon Planning Associates LLC, and Client One Securities LLC, not affiliated. Check out our website. Request an appointment right there, grandcanyonplanning.com. Nailed it. Yes. See you tomorrow. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. That's actually kind of a poignant song. Um, I didn't know it was coming up. That's great. Can't believe the old man's gone, John Wayne. Um, that's what he's talking about. Uh, I was thinking about that in the context of the story we were just talking about, about the, uh, the Border Patrol, horse reins, illegal immigrants, and Maxine Waters, who held a press conference today. Uh, Chris, by chance, did you get that audio? You do have it handy. Um, before we uh, load that up, or before we air that, let me read you what Charles, uh, listener Charles, wrote me. In her reference to the whipping horseback Border Patrol agent, idiot Maxine Waters referred to him as a cowboy. More than once, by the way. This is a routine among leftists about cowboys, and it's disturbing. Some leftists didn't like the cowboy mascot of the University of Wyoming's cowboys. They liked to insult Ronald Reagan, George W. Bush, referring to them as cowboys, as a definition of being either stupid or reckless. Democrats evidently know nothing about cowboys. First of all, did you know that about 25 percent, if not more, of the cowboys in the Old West were black, African-American. It was an opportunity for former slaves to find employment in the 1800s. Most people don't know that, and I'm sure Maxine Waters doesn't know that, and I don't know what she may know about much when she's talking about our Border Patrol legally trying to turn back illegal immigrants as the great offense we should say is worse than slavery. Hear her out. You think I'm making this up. Listen to Maxine Waters. This is uh, in front of the Capitol today. I'm unhappy, and I'm not just unhappy with the cowboys who were running down Haitians and using their reins to whip them. I'm happy with the administration 
We are following the Trump policy. He is the one that does not follow the Constitution and would not allow those seeking refuge to be able to petition to get into the country. What the hell are we doing here? What we witness takes us back hundreds of years. What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. That's enough of that nonsense. What we have witnessed takes us back hundreds of years. I'll tell you what we have witnessed that takes us back hundreds of years, if not thousands, is the treatment that Maxine Waters, who, by the way, you know, represents southern L.A., southern, southern, um, southern California, parts of L.A., which is not immune to problems of homelessness or illegal immigration. What we have witnessed takes us back thousands of years indeed, Representative Waters. It's the mistreatment of human beings, not the rule of law, not law and order, not protecting our border, not protecting human beings from getting trampled or hurt by a horse and not allowing our Border Patrol agents to be hurt by illegal immigrants, several of whom are in the hospital, having been so. And she can't raise her voice or even lower her voice to give mention to that, to American law enforcement. This is where Democrats go. In a crisis, they blame law enforcement when they talk at all. Because what's taken us back thousands of years is the blasé attitude, is the insouciance with which the left and the Democratic Party is willing to watch human misery take place in America. People shouldn't be living under bridges in conditions that are antediluvian. We shouldn't be bringing back diseases we thought we got rid of. We shouldn't be bringing across illegal drugs that are killing upwards of 90,000 Americans a year. We should not be allowing children to be sexually trafficked and exploited. And if it takes a cowboy of whatever party or whatever race to show us what real humanity is, what a real man is, what humanity and humanitarian concerns should be by stopping the blight and stopping the death and stopping the human misery and stopping the toll of crime. If it takes a cowboy, bless the cowboys. Bless the Border Patrol. I don't blame people for wanting to get into America. I get it. I really do, because I think with Lincoln, this is the last best hope. With all our faults, with all our problems, and they've gotten worse, we're still better than anyone else. We know that. The illegal immigrants know it. The legal immigrants know it. The Democrats in America don't know it. Because when they're not blasting law enforcement, they're condemning America or putting trigger warnings up should you want to learn about it which is what the National Archives has done. The Declaration, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the whole warp and woof of American history, one giant trigger warning from the federal government. It's a scandal.
it's a scandal. They are effectively saying no more green light before you study our founding and our history and our country. Yellow light border red, especially for the young and tender who might not like seeing things that could embrace violence or bias or opinions they're unhappy with. How have we gotten so far? The colleges, what was Jonathan Rausch's, my friend Jonathan Rausch's idea for a for a statement in every college handbook that freshmen and coming freshmen would get? He said it should come with this warning. Quote, although this university values and encourages civil expression and respectful personal behavior, you may at any moment without further notice encounter ideas, expressions, and images that are mistaken, upsetting, dangerous, prejudiced, insulting, or deeply offensive. We call this education. We don't warn and give yellow and red lights about ideas that may be new to someone. You know what that gives you? The UNAN... The unanimity of the graveyard, as Robert Jackson put it in the West uh, Virginia Barnett case. The unanimity of the graveyard. What am I talking about? You've heard my examples of recent past. I told you about a recent college graduate who came to me and he said, I understand with these vaccine mandates that we need them because people aren't masking and some people even think putting masks on children is a bad idea and I had to say I'm one of them how this college graduate working for a major company didn't know there was a sane argument didn't know there was a sane argument to not masking children or vaccinating them is evidence of what the left is trying to do Yellow light and red light information that does not comport with the party line. And now they're doing it at the National Archives. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. By the way, Chris, in training for the Rock and Roll Half Marathon, is that what you want to do? You want to do a half with me? You want to do the half? What is a half again? It's half of a full marathon, so it's about 13.1 miles. Yeah, I didn't know the miles. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You want to do it? Miles. Huh? Half. Quarter. You want to do it? You could do the 10K. What's a 10K? A little over six. Yeah. Think about that. Better get that toe working quick. Yeah. Well, uh, or you could train on the bike. You don't like doing that. For you, it's running or nothing. I did, and then it became all about running. Okay. All right. Maybe a little cross training. We'll we'll train together for the rock and roll. I like it. Okay. All right. That'll be fun. When you put trigger warnings up, you're putting up yellow and red lights in front of that which others may want to see or that which is being displayed or taught, right? That's the point. There's something here that you should be warned about. In fact, maybe don't go here. And when memory failed and written records were falsified, when that happened, the claim of the party to have improved the condition of human life had got to be accepted because there did not exist and never again could exist any standard against which it could be tested. That's from 1984, memory holing. That's what we're doing to American history. By the way, it's not just about American history. We're doing that to American history, the progressives are, so that they can change the American future. Let's make no mistake about that. Please, let's make no mistake about that. When the most important progressive in America, Woodrow Wilson, said, 
our task is to make the young gentleman of the rising generation as unlike his father as possible. You kind of understand now the Marxist notion of the new man, where all history is no longer important to be studied, but to be changed, as Marx put it in his notes on Feuerbach. That's how you lose a country. Maxine Waters ought to be ashamed of herself. She's miseducating on what's taking place at the border, and she's miseducating on what took place here in America up until 1865. She is lying and distorting to blame America first, to create hate in America. I'll say something. You know what I'm going to do? Thank you, Charles, for this. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say uh, something about cowboys and progressivism when we come back. You're not going to want to miss it. Cowboys, progressivism, Woodrow Wilson, and America. Why not? We'll be right back.